Welcome to Fusion Fantasy Football. Hello. One week. One week from tonight, from the very moment I am recording this, we will be watching football. Hang on, guys. It's almost here. Welcome. I'm your host, Joshua Fusion Fantasy Football, and tonight is the first of the the episodes I, I'm going to do throughout the entire season, my next week tonight episodes. These are going to be key for you all season, and so I'm going to get a little bit serious, a little intense, and we're going to jump right into it here. But I need you to understand if you're listening to this, if you haven't listened before, if this is your first time, this podcast is going to help you stay a week ahead of your competition. So each week when I say this is week one, it is literally a week ahead next week tonight. I'm going to be going over the waiver moves you should be making. Not next week when everyone's making them reacting to this week's games. No, I'm going to be looking at this week's games and predicting the moves the hot players, so that you can go get them now instead of later. You can pick them up free, first come, first serve, free agent. You don't have to buy any waivers. Your your competition goes to waivers on Tuesday to make some bids, whatever. The player is gone. They're already on your team. This is what I'm talking about. This is key early in the season. Staying on top of these kind of things is what helps you win leagues, or at least what our goal is, get you to the playoffs, right? The other thing is, we're going to be looking at trades to be made. Both players you should be trying to acquire, and players you should be trying to trade away. Sometimes a player, a whole team, has a really tough schedule coming. Or maybe, and mixed in there, maybe is their buy. And we're trying to do that thing where you, you trade away a player before their buy and so you can essentially skip a bye week if you can trade away your player and get a player that's already had their buy those kind of things this will especially be key once we get into weeks with bye weeks to begin the season i am going to be focusing a lot more on players you should be acquiring to set yourself up we're going to be trying to get catch lightning in a bottle okay players that I think could be big for the season, which means we're going to have a lot of misses. I'm just going to warn you right up front. But look, we just need one to hit. With If just one hits, one tight end hits and becomes a top 10. If just one running back ends up hitting and is a top 24 unexpectedly. These are the players that are going to help you get in the playoffs and have a chance at winning your league. You know this, every year somebody ends up having that free player. It's that James Conner, it's that Austin Eckler, it's these kinds of players that nobody else was expecting, but you are going to have them on your team. That's what we're trying to do here tonight. So, long introduction this week. It'll be a little shorter in the future weeks. These episodes, I try to keep them a little bit shorter. There's not going to be much for entertainment, not a lot of fun. Not a lot of guests. That's not what this 
that's not what this podcast, this next week tonight series is for. It's meant to be very informational, very data dense, and very actionable that you can immediately pull up your app, your whatever, and go and make these moves. Go and look, okay, who has this player that he's saying I should trade for? Do I see a possible trade looking at their roster, my roster? Is this guy on waivers still? Can I pick him up for free? These are the kind of things you're going to get out of this every week. Let's do it. Welcome to next week tonight. Next Thursday night, Texans at the Chiefs. It's going to be probably a high-scoring game. The Texans' defense is obliterated. The Chiefs coming off Super Bowl, riding in hot. They're going to come in wanting to prove something. So both teams are going to come in wanting to prove something. So I really think this is a game where the defenses don't have the benefit of any kind of preseason. They're, I think all the defenses are going to be behind as far as the progress, their teamwork. They're going to be behind the offenses. So a lot of offense probably these first few weeks. Higher points overall, a lot of overs, that kind of thing. Well, maybe not. Probably Vegas has figured this out. So when I say overs, I don't mean necessarily over Vegas lines. So maybe higher than what you would expect normally yourself. In this game, there's probably going to be so many different, so, so many hype and victory laps and conclusions being drawn from this one week, this first game. We're going to have to really be careful not to fall into some traps. Obviously, if we remember last year, Sammy Watkins game, yeah. Remember how that went? I think a third of his points, if not more, were in that game alone for the entire season. So if Clyde has a good game, everyone's going to be running victory laps. Nicole, whoever, there's going to be an opportunity to sell high. So be prepared to sell them high. This week, I'm talking about week one. And maybe I didn't clarify that well enough. I am talking about week one, even though normally at this point I would be talking about week two. But I want to get you a head start even on week one itself going in, what to look for, what to watch for, and moves to make coming out. And also, players will get there eventually, players to add. Usually the format I do for this is I hit games that have a lot of players and a lot of conclusions that I'm going to be uh, playing off of for the moves to make. Then we're going to go into waivers and then trades, and that's it. That's the show. So out of this, again, Look to make some trades. If Will Fuller has a big game, he's probably going to do nothing for the next few weeks. If you can trade him next week for any other top 24 kind of wide receiver, you go ahead and do it. Somebody who's going to give you consistent points, whatever, I, I don't mind it. I know Fuller has that high upside, but it's not for me. It's too inconsistent. He's going to win you some weeks but he's not going to help you win others. That's just me. If he is your fourth wide receiver, then fine. Just leave him in there, and hopefully everyone else can cover when he doesn't hit. Otherwise, he's going to win you the week. Great. But if he's your wide receiver three, definitely if he's your wide receiver two, you need to upgrade him. 
And if he has, as soon as he has a big game, you're going to be able to trade him to someone who buys into it. So look for that person. Same for any of these players, okay? Simple as that. David Johnson, Brandon Cooks. Oh, he's back. He's going to be great, right? There's so many conclusions that are going to be drawn off of this game, both because uh, it's going to be high scoring. It's just the first game, so everyone's going to be excited. And also everyone's anticipating the Chiefs being high, both of these teams really, being highly protected offenses. And so even in, in every respect, everyone's going to be queued in on this game. Go ahead and be ready to, to profit off of it. A lot of these other games here, you're going to want to keep an eye on things like how, how are they using Todd Gurley, Seahawks at Falcons. I don't expect to this to be... I think both teams, this is going to be the rarity. I think both teams are going to be trying to slow it down. The Falcons are going to want to prove that their defense is uh, going to help them win this year. They're not going to just be throwing like crazy all over the place, right? So these are the kind of things that we're going to be looking at. I'm going to skip down to the Jets at the Bills. A really good, probably week one DFS game for the Bills. Just keep an eye on Diggs. If he gets hyper-targeted since he's the new toy for Josh Allen, they want you know to prove themselves for the trade. Keep an eye on that. Could be interesting if you have Diggs. Uh, this could be a little bit like the Fuller situation, but I think Diggs could be a consistent weapon, and so this could just be a little foretaste of what's to come. I just fear that it's going to be uh, accentuated by the Jets' bad defense and by like I said just the Bills wanting to see what their new guy can do you may not see it to that extent each and every week so don't get used to it he can still be good Raiders at Panthers so Brian Edwards is going to be the guy I'm going to jump right into it we're going to go right down to our waivers now he's going to be the guy that everyone's going to want to add after this week Brian Edwards. I know he's a rookie, but look, they lost Tyrell Williams. Waller is going to be there. Darren Waller, he's going to be their rock. He's going to be the consistent guy, the veteran. After that, it's what? Are you are you really going to are you really think run Hunter Renfro is going to be the wide receiver one of this team? I know some people do. I don't. Brian Edwards is the guy. Go get him. After your drafts conclude this weekend, or if they already have been, go get him before the game starts. Have him ahead of time. He has a good game. Everyone goes to waivers and sees you already have him, and they will be angry, and you will be smiling at their tears. Next, uh, similar situation, uh, LaVisca Chenault over with the Jaguars. They just dropped for net. There's all of that thing going on. Ironically, because they've dropped for net and they don't have as consistent a running back, they are quite possibly going to have to use their their receivers, their quarterback, their passing game more often, or they're going to have to get some of their wide receivers involved. I'm seeing a lot of like Debo Samuel kind of games where with manufactured touches and even some like end around runs for LaVisca Chenault. So he is another guy who 
is going to surprise a little bit in week one, just to be in his involvement. I think they're going to be pushing to get him involved, and people are going to be excited, and they're going to want to pick him up. You can have him already. If he doesn't hit, okay, that's fine. We're going to be churning the end of your roster here the, the next couple weeks. So that's what we're going to do. Pick one of these positions that I'm giving you that you need for your roster and target that player, and hopefully it hits. Connected to this is, of course, Gardner Minshew, who, again, is now going to have to step up and is now possibly even more valuable for the 2020 season than he was before, now that Fournette is gone. It's going to be maybe rougher on him, but if he's up to the challenge, it's good for fantasy either way. Even if it's more running around, it's good for normal fantasy scoring. Maybe not good for Dynasty, but in week one when they're playing the Colts, Okay, fairly decent defensive players, but again, beginning of the season, defenses are going to lag. I think that's what they're going to want to do. They're going to have to come out throw because I think the Colts are going to be able to score points on the Jags defense, which is completely depleted. So that's really going to be the key here for Minshew. Minshew is this entire season going to be the guy who is on the team with a bad defense and they have to throw a lot and he gets a lot of junk points, okay? So go ahead and get him now before everyone else figures that out. If you're in a one-quarterback league, he's a perfect guy to stash if you went late-round quarterback and you have as your quarterback one, one of these other back-end kind of questionable guys, maybe a Cam Newton, that kind of thing. I don't love rostering two quarterbacks in a one-quarterback league, but if it's kind of a uh, perspective add, I'm good with it because you can always let him go next week. You can trade him to someone else, that kind of thing. We're just looking for valuable pieces that can increase your team's scoring potential either through uh, in, being in your lineup or maybe trades for upgrades to your lineup. Running back, also in Jacksonville. A lot of upheaval in Jacksonville, so we're going to touch there again. James Robinson is a running back a lot of your league mates may not know about. It's very likely, even if they've heard about uh, Devon Azigbo, I'm sure they know about Reichel Armstead and, of course, Chris Thompson, but James Robinson is the one that most likely they're not going to know about. And he's also one that has a decent chance of being a main complement to whoever comes up um, as the main runner, whether it be Armstead or Azigbo. I know Thompson is there as well. So this guy, James Robinson, may be behind Chris Thompson. But he's someone to keep an eye on. If you have a deep league, add him. He's still going to be available even in your deep league quite possibly. That's why I bring him up. Tight ends. Up in Minnesota, I think Irv Smith is in a good situation to step in and basically be the second uh, highest priority receiver. I know Ola B.C. Johnson's looked good as far as wide receivers go, but I think Irv Smith is ready. In his rookie year, he tied Rudolph in targets, so 
I think that this year he makes the leap, but some of the other guys aren't there yet, such as Justin Jackson. So it's going to be Irv Smith who's there to make that leap and profit. All right, let's get to trades you should be making. Referenced a few of these, such as the selling Fuller. But you know who you could sell Fuller? You could sell Fuller for Michael Gallup once Fuller has a big game. Now, Michael Gallup may also have a big game if Amari Cooper is questionable going into week one. I love Gallup as being a borderline wide receiver one for that team. He really was just a hair behind Amari Cooper for the season. So go ahead and try and acquire him in any way you can, even before week one starts. But even after, if you have a guy like a Brandon Cooks or a Will Fuller hit in this Thursday night game, go ahead and try to flip them. This is the kind of guy is going to be a little more consistent points for you and I would consider to be an upgrade. Go ahead, like I said, buy digs now or get ready to sell them if you already have him, depending on how your team is and how his week one is. For tight ends, Gronkowski is a guy I love in week one. You can take this for DFS, whatever. I absolutely love him for week one because they're playing the Saints, Tom Brady, and the Bucks. Look, he's still, this is his first real game with this team, with these receivers. Who do you think he's going to go to when you know the Saints are going to score points? You know they're going to demand, they're going to push the Bucks to have to keep up or try to keep the lead if they have it. They're not going to be able to run it out with Fournette or Ronald Jones or anybody because the Saints are going to put him, they're going to put up points. Tom Brady is going to be forced to try and keep up, and he's going to probably eventually default to throwing it to Gronk. That's where I'm going with this. However, for the season, I don't think Gronk's going to be great for the season. He's going to have some big games. He's going to be very important for that team, but he's not going to be great for fantasy. He's not old Gronk. He may feel really well, but he's still not old dominant Gronkowski. So if he has a big game anytime in these first few weeks, but I think it'll be right away, go ahead and get ready to sell him. Patriots are playing the Dolphins week one. The Patriots have really lost a lot of quality players in that defense due to opt-outs. They are not the defense we were expecting coming into the season. And so I don't think, look, my initial move, I'd already pretty much written this up in next week tonight, back, you know, a month ago, was to buy Brita because the, the Patriots defense was going to shut them down and they were going to have to be throwing to try and get back in the game. And that was going to be Brita. But I kind of think it's flipped the other way. The Dolphins are going to really be tempted to slow this game down, take advantage of the weakened defense, put up some points, and run it out and keep the ball away and out of the Patriots' hands as much as they can by running Jordan Howard. So I could see Jordan having, Howard having a pretty good game this week. 
and I'm going to sell him. Simple as that. Okay, everyone, that's that's it for this week. It's really hard going into week one when, especially, I haven't even had, we haven't had preseason or anything like that. So it's a little difficult. I'm trying to give you some things to keep an eye on. Keep an eye out for the next week tonight. Next week, it'll actually be next week tonight, week three, because we're kind of covering week two here already. I'm already looking forward a little bit, but we don't have to worry about streamers yet. So I'm not quite, I'm not worried about matchups. We don't even know how some of these T defenses are really going to be. We, we don't want to assume that teams are good or bad too strongly until we see them. There's always surprises. So right now, like I said, the emphasis is trying to catch these players in good situations with uh, high talent like Brian Edwards and so on that have lightning in a bottle. We want to catch it and profit. So get ready to turn the end of your roster, like I said. Hopefully we're going to hit on some of these. I've done this in the past, and you sometimes just get a guy you can start for a week, and other times at the beginning of the season, you pick up a, a rookie Evan Ingram, right? And he's a great tight end for the rest of the season. These are the kind of things we're looking for. Maybe that'll be Irv Smith this year. I didn't even think about that. That's very comparable, actually. Maybe that'll be him. Very similar situation in many respects. Thanks for listening, everybody. Again, please come back next week. This only gets better every week. The more data I have, the more uh, information we have about matchups, both at the team level and then down to the one-on-one, -on -one, you know, the cornerbacks, the, the linebackers. The more information we start picking up in the first couple weeks here, look, I'm going to be hitting my stride with this show. Weeks three, four, five, we start getting into bye weeks. I'm going to have who you should be picking up so you can stream them for the following week. And you're going to have those guys ready to go, already set up with great matchups. Again, a week ahead of everyone else. You're not going to be, have to be fighting everyone else on the waiver wire. You're already going to own them. That's where this show really hits its stride. So stick with us for these first couple weeks as we're, we're getting all that information. And hopefully as we go, like I said, we can get you some of these players that are going to pay off for the whole season. So go make some moves. Get those guys now. Enjoy the Thursday night game. I record Thursday nights. So look for the next episode next Friday. Should be there waiting for you Friday morning. See you next week. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You, you didn't think I was actually going to let you guys go without reminding you to go to the website, check out the draft articles, Wherever you're drafting from, there is high quality, just strategic, philosophical conversation about how you should be thinking about and approaching your picks. And then also go into your first like five, six rounds, the kind of players you should be expecting, the kind of decisions you're going to have to be making. 
trying to help you think through and set yourself up so that you're ready for anything in your big draft. Go find the one that corresponds to where you're picking from. The turn, of course, is the 1 and 12 or whatever on the ends of your 10 team, 14 team, whatever. Middle is the middle and so on. So go ahead and find it. I guarantee you it will be useful. I challenge you to go find the one and read it and then go have your draft and then come back and tell me that it didn't help in some way. I, I dare you. Try. Also, the singularity, you're going to want to have it with you. You can print out the top 200 page or have it up on a PDF. So that's going to be all updated, including for Leonard Fournette updates, all that stuff. Luckily, that came in right under the wire. I was able to actually get those updates in. Look for it again on the website, fusionffb.com slash downloads. Go get it. If you have, uh, you know, mobile Excel or you have it on your computer at home, you'll be able to actually put in your own scoring and then, you know, print out the top 200 with the custom scoring. You can sort it by your own custom scoring. Take that to your live draft, that kind of thing. I know I'm going to do that for my own. Good luck, everybody. Enjoy all your last drafts, and hopefully we can go into week one all prepared. Okay, I really will see you next week now.